Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Darrow's Daring Thoughts, Melanin Edition. Thanks for tuning in. So my clubhouse recap was supposed to be the end of my season and I was going to take a break or whatever um, until January and then come back, you know, ready with some amazing content for you guys. But it seems like bullshit just loves following me where the fuck I go. And I just needed to come on here and vent because when I tell you the anger and rage I have with a certain individual right now, oh, baby, when I tell you, I fucking hate this nigga. Like, I am so, fu- like, and he listens to my podcast and I hope, I hope when you get your notifications and alerts of a new fucking episode and you see this title that you know it's about, it, it's, it's that time and it's time for you to fucking listen. People keep fucking playing with me and I really don't understand why. Let me just take y'all back. So just to let y'all know what this episode is kind of about, it's, it's about, you know, when a nigga tries to level up on you using the shit that you help the using your tools that you use to elevate them you you know what i'm saying so it's 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 giving yeah it's giving you a liar yeah it's giving you used me um it's giving it's it's giving all those things it's gonna be giving a lot more once i keep this conversation going so let's go ahead and get into it um so there's this guy i have been casually really getting to know well um i want to say we for for a while um now we've had uh, we've had we've had some a, a bumpy road along the way but i will say that we were going solid for a little minute so let's just say let's just just talk about how our whole let's let's just let's just put it out there let's let's just put it out there how our how our whole exchange began Boom. Met him on Clubhouse in January. You know, he came on the app drunk as fuck. Should have been a sign, but, you know, whatever. So, you know, we started to get to know each other during those days back in January, into January, February. You know how it is, on, how it was on Clubhouse back in those days, if you are aware. If not, I'll let you know. Back in those days, you know, people was PTR and dicks as pussies, titties, whatever you have, whatever you were doing, you were sending videos, all those things. So he violated me and decided to send um, him and his best friend (laughs) decided to, I guess, talk about a video that I sent him of me, like, you know, giving fellatio to somebody. And, you know, he was drunk. He was making fun of the video saying you didn't do good. It wasn't good. I give listen. I give good head. Okay. Now, was that one of my best videos? No, but it was just one of those play around videos. Like I wasn't really doing, I wasn't, I wasn't working, you know, I wasn't going in on it. You know, I wasn't doing my, my thug fizzle. So it was, it wasn't one of those videos for you to just, you know, judge like that. But you know, what bothered me was that he was sharing it. And when he did that, you know, I deleted him, blocked him. You know, I don't trust you. I don't trust anything about you yada 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 now we weren't dating you know at that time we weren't dating we were you know it was like it was like flirting it was like flirting type of stuff fast forward to spring summer you know whatever fuck your race said 
Um, and we, you know, rekindled some shit. You know, I unblocked him, yada yada. We started talking, getting to know each other. You know, you know, the friendship was there. The um, you know, all those great things happened. Um. Um, I'm going to keep going. You know, things were just looking really good. He came to Chicago to see me this summer. Well, let me stop. So he came to Chicago for a trip. And I just so happened to be here because, you know, that's what, they, <laughs> that's what they're going to say, even though you spent 99% of the time with me, but whatever. So he came to Chicago. You know, we hung out multiple days here. You know, we had fun. No sex was involved. Uh, we, you know, cuddled and all that, all that good shit, you know, kissed all that, all, you know, all that cute stuff, you know, all that good stuff. And you know what? Let me just say this before y'all start saying you love coming on your podcast and talking about stuff that you've been through with people. Yeah, it's my podcast. I can do that. Fuck you mean. Next. And thank you for listening and tuning in and sharing because that's what y'all do. Y'all nosy as fuck. I'm not talking to my faithful listeners. I'm talking to the nosy bitches. That's why you're here, right? Okay, great. So, you know, things are going. Things were still going good with us, but the one thing that always bothered me about this person was their drinking. They would drink a lot, and at and and the vibe and the mood just would start changing when they drink. You know, now when they high, they cool, they chill, relax, all those good things. But when they drink, you know, I'm either always getting the I'm getting phone calls out of nowhere while they're drunk and somehow an argument starts. Like when I tell you when we had, when our communication was great, it was great. Some of the best communication I've ever had with someone like I could talk to him on the phone for hours, but when it was a clash in our communication, bitch, we clashed. We fucking clashed. I'm not getting, letting him talk. He not letting me talk. It's the clash of the Titans, bitch, and we, we fall out. Then we get back together. So one thing that bothered me was that when, on his many drunken nights, he decided to talk to someone else was, who was a mutual friend of ours about something uh, and tell them something about me personally. Some, tell them something about me that was very personal. And, you know, thank God that, you know, thank God she's a bad bitch. And she stopped him in his tracks. Hey, don't talk to this. Ain't got nothing to do with me. You should be telling Daryl's business. Yada, yada. She checked it. Shout out to you. I love you. And he decided to tell me that this encounter happened. Now, I don't understand why when he gets drunk, he feels the need to tell me shit that he's done that a, a sober man would know. Don't tell him this shit because you know how he's going to respond. Pissed me off. I had to put him on ice after that because this is the second time now that you have violated me in a way that I didn't appreciate, especially while you're drunk, just telling and telling my business. Now, I don't tell his. I, I don't like it's not, you know, important for me to tell. Have I talked to him about talk to my friends about him? Absolutely. But in a way that would violate something extremely deep and personal about him. Or, it, or not, it, not that what he told the person was that deep, but it was a sensitive topic for me. And I wouldn't do that to him. Never have. Still not. You know, that's why y'all don't know who I'm talking about. Some people will put two and two together. That's totally fine. That's up to you. 
but I'm not saying nobody's names on this here podcast. I don't care what comes from this. When I really tell you I don't, I am going to speak my truth about whatever the fuck I go through. So fast forward to after that, everything started getting Gucci. Like we were in a really good place. Our conversations were great. We've had many conversations about, you know, where, where to live, you know, where would he want to live? You know, he doesn't want to, you know, move so far away from home to where he would, what's well, from his family to where he would live here. I said, cool, great. Um, and oh, first of all, I got to recap because I hope, this ain't got nothing to do with a person that came here back in the summertime, like, like, like June, please don't think this conversation has anything to do with that motherfucker because it does not. Okay. Just want to make that perfectly clear before y'all start trying to, while y'all trying to be nosy and piece things together instead of just listening for enjoyment, please, it ain't got nothing to do with that motherfucker. Um, this person did not fall asleep on me and sleep on me the whole weekend. <laughs> it's not that person. Okay. So, you know, we were having a lot of conversations, you know, different ring sizes, you know, we've had that conversation about marriage, you know, family, you know, all those good things. Like we were having a really, we've talked about those things, you know, and I was still getting these drunken calls, these drunken messages and you know, I've, I've been seeing the therapist. I've been doing the work. You know what I'm saying? And things have been going, things have been going pretty much okay. So, you know, I, one of the things I had to talk to, I've been talking to my therapist about is creating boundaries in a healthy way. You know, sometimes when we're angry, it's easy to create boundaries because you're angry. But how does those bound? how do those boundaries look when you're not angry? You know, when you want to have healthy discourse and just create boundaries and be comfortable where you set your boundaries. I said, okay, I'm, I'm, listen, setting boundaries for me is hard. It's hard, you know, and I have many reasons why um, boundaries are hard for me to set. I'm scared of the response that I'm going to get from people when I set boundaries. Are they still going to be friends with me? Are they still going to be in a relationship with me? Are they going to look at me differently? You know, I always, and that's the problem. I'm going to, when I was setting boundaries, I was setting it, setting them thinking, what is the other person going to do? How they're going to respond? I was thinking, I was thinking about them instead of the setting the boundaries that are for me. They're for me. This ain't, this ain't about you. I'm telling you what expectations I want in our situation. And I don't care. I, sh- I should give no fucks about how you respond to that. If you respond in a negative way, then bye. But I ne- that, that, that bye was just, that's not easy for me. Um, you know, I have, a, I have, I am afraid to be alone. I have a fear of loneliness. I don't want to be alone. I don't like being alone. I don't like not having, you know, someone to talk to or someone to engage with. Um, and I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about friendships, you know, all that stuff. So I would not set boundaries. I would let people do whatever and then probably be upset about it later. So much to the point to where it will build up. It will build up all inside of me and then I just lose it. So I want to start setting boundaries in a healthy way. Okay. So 
I, you know, was it, it got to the point with this person with their drinking that I was getting like voice memos. Not I don't know what the fuck they talking about. You know, just really random shit. So I decided to send them a long uh, text message. I wanted to send the text message because for me, it was not easy to verbalize these boundaries. You know, I, I'm, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm really not there yet. It's uh, And so I sent a text message. It was a beautiful text message. It wasn't mean. And I wanted to handle this person with, with love because I, I did not want them to you know, drink more because I came at them wrong. I love them. And, and at that point I was, I loved them. I loved them. <laughs> I loved them at that point. And I wanted to handle them with care, even though my setting my boundaries are about me. I still want to deliver them in a healthy way to where it could be received well. So the text message was long, but it was very good. You know, some key points I put in there are, you know, you know, dealing with, uh, ha I had a, you know, drunk father. So sometimes, so this is triggering to me when you behave this way. Um, our communication clashes when you are intoxicated. Um, I don't want to go forward with someone who prioritizes, you know, their drinking. And I also stated in that, um, <clears throat> in that text that, Another boundary I have is that I don't want to be with someone who feels as though therapy is just not for them. To me, that's a red flag. I feel like everyone should be, I feel like everyone should have therapy. If you're black, you should be in therapy. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you're black and you live in America, you should be in therapy. Hello? <laughs> like, hello? Why are you not in therapy? We have been through some shit in this country. I'm not even talking about what you've been through with your family. We've been through some shit in this country that requires your ass to be in therapy. Then you add family on top of that. Relationships. Sexual orientation. Relig Girl, get some therapy. Get some. So when someone says that, I'm like, ugh, no, child. And the, again, though these about that is a boundary I should have set up a long time ago with this person. Again, I let a lot of shit slide with people and with this person. And you know, I I sent that nice, lovely, lovely text. I got a response saying this was well received. We're good, but the behaviors started to change. The person started to become slightly distant, slightly distant. And I could tell, you may say it was received well, but your actions are showing your actions are showing differently. Now, we had another episode after that. And I don't really remember because I really don't give a fuck at this point. The more and more I talk about this, the less fucks I have to give. So let me hurry up and get through this before it just erases out of my memory of what just happened an hour ago. So I kind of don't remember something happened and, you know, I, you know, we just decided that, you know, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's what happened. So he sent me a, a voice memo drunk after, after I've asked you not to do that. 
And the summary of that voice note basically was like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to chill on you for now. You know, I'm going to chill on you. I don't want to, you know, I need to be by myself. I need to go back into my little hibernation mode. I'm just going to chill on you. I'm going to chill. I don't want, I don't, I don't want nobody. That type of thing. I said, oh, okay. Never responded. So normal Cordero, old Cordero, you know, does the all blocking, deleting, you know, all that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, you know what, Cordero? Why? Why block? Why delete? It's not that deep. You set your boundaries. You should be proud of that. He didn't want to abide by your boundaries. And that is fine. So <laughs> go on somewhere. You know, go and be great. And I didn't feel I didn't have to block. I didn't have to do all that. Now I did, you know, delete from Instagram because, you know, I don't want to see your post every day. I'm sure, you probably don't want to see mine. Um, I didn't delete on, you know, Clubhouse. You know, I didn't, you know, block or or or, or I didn't block at all. Side note, we share a lot of, you know, um, TV network user accounts or whatever. So I said, you know what, you know, I'm just not going to, it, it's just not meant for us. You know, we've tried, we tried, yada, yada. So almost a month has passed since this, since that last moment, we haven't spoken, you know, they've been, you know, on clubhouse. I've been on clubhouse. You know, we don't engage, don't say anything. So I had a room today on clubhouse and it was a really great conversation. And, you know, the, um, this person happened to pop up in the room for a little bit. And we got to a part in a conversation where it was asked of my mother. It was a conversation with my mother. Uh, shout out to my mommy. And it was important in the conversation when this person, well, well I, my mother was asked, what type of guy do you want to see your son with? And, you know, she answered, I still see him in audience. And, you know, I still love him, loved him at that moment and definitely had strong feelings for him still. And, you know, then she said, then the question was asked to her, what are some traits that you have that you either saw passed down to Cordero or you don't want him to have? And she said, I don't want my son to allow people to use him. I don't want people to take advantage of my son. I don't want people to um, use my son. I don't want my son to allow people to use him. She said all those things, and I connected with that and so proud that my, my mother said that because I did see that a lot growing up in her relationships where she allowed men to do any and everything and get away with it. Um, all for the sake of them, you know, fucking you right or telling you they love you. And that is one that is something that definitely trickled down to me from my mother. I definitely have let men use me. I definitely have, you know, done things for guys. I have. I, I'm all, I'm always pouring into someone and the pouring into me yeah, is very lackluster, very lackluster from these men. And yeah, so that stuck with me, but I saw him in the audience and, you know, talked to some friends, did some recap information. And I told them that I was going to, me um, going to send them a message because I do miss them. Ooh, child. 
Let me get some more water before I go into this next part because, bitch, <laughs> I'm starting to get hot. Okay. So, I text him. I said, I miss you. Okay, bye. That's, that was a text. I miss you. Okay, bye. So, somehow I fell asleep, woke up to a missed call from him, called him back. Um, he was in the shower. And I asked him to call me back, and he did. So, you know, we got done playing phone tag, and he called back. And we were talking. Good conversation. Good. You know, we're talking, ch- um, chopping it up. He's not really saying too much. You know, again, we haven't talked in almost a month, like verbal communication. Then he turns around and says, you know, well, it's so funny. You know, I have a friend that's doing some artwork or whatever. And, you know, they... um. They have my laptop right now, and my text messages go through my laptop first, um, and then they come to my phone. And your message went to my laptop, and so they called me and was like, hey, yada, yada, oh, by the way, Cordero says that he misses you. And then he says, and I had to, you know, clear that up and smooth that over. So the moment he said that, I said, okay, that must be somebody he's talking to. Because if someone is just borrowing your laptop to do work and your text message pops up what do you have to smooth over okay I said okay so he's moved on quickly then he goes into detail and says oh yeah I'm almost at 30 days and but I'll just tell you later I said 30 days of what you don't tell me now oh I'm almost at 30 days of not having any alcohol yeah I haven't been drinking and then he had the motherfucking nerve to say, yeah, you know, the person, you know, I've been kicking it with or the person I'm seeing, you know, their mother, either he said died from alcohol, something or was hurt or something. Something about this other person's mother is what triggered him to stop drinking. Hello. Excuse me, sir. Did you did? So, so, what the fuck was I? What, 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 uh, I'm, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. What? Like, like, what the fuck? So, not only did you call, not only did we talk, and in the same conversation, you've shown me that you are with somebody else in less than a month, two, they helped you stop drinking. The, the story of their mother. So, like, you know, all those times I kept pouring into you. Like, did you have a hole in your in your in your cup? Like, did it just go right through? Like, like what happened? Because I'm sorry, y'all. That that was a slap in the motherfucking face to me. A, you did not have to tell me anything about the fact that you were seeing someone. And B. You didn't have to tell me you were seeing someone. <laughs> like, for real, for real? Am I tripping? Because when I tell y'all, that pissed me the fuck off. When I tell you, I'm, I was so pissed. And, you know, he was like, oh, hold on, I got to do something. I said, no, I'll let you go. I had to get off the phone. I had to get off the motherfucking phone because what I was going to say probably would have broke that fucking sobriety. How dare you? 
How fucking dare you? Now, let's be clear. We weren't exclusive, but it, it was a legit thing going on between us. It was legit. We, the, the hours on the phone, you know, the planning of the next trip that you come out here, talking about marriage, talking about polyamorous relationship, if we want that, talking about where I would relocate to be closer to you. Those conversations were freaking had. And then for you to then decide that you want to get your life together without drinking. But I would have been okay if you credited to your goddamn self. But you credited to the next bitch that you with. It's giving me, have y'all seen that movie Disappearing Act? I don't know if y'all saw that movie, but that movie Disappearing Act starring Sanaa Lathan and Wesley Snipes. And, you know, she fell in love with this carpenter, this bum-ass, nothing-ass nigga. Had a baby by him. He wasn't shit. He wasn't shit all throughout the house. You know, he just wasn't shit. Wasn't shit at all. When she finally left his ass and moved the fuck on, what, a year later or a couple of years later, whatever, months, whatever, he doing good. This motherfucker doing good. This motherfucker... I mean, you had to lose something to do better in your own life. And you have moved, this motherfucker has moved completely on. Now, I'm not saying that I was hoping this phone call was going to to give, you know, let's try to, you know, get back into a relationship or let's let, I missed you and the heart grew fonder since you've been away. I wasn't expecting that. This is our first conversation. But I definitely wasn't expecting you to tell me that you moved on with some bitch and, you know, her secret sauce is the one, his secret sauce is the thing that got you to be sober. I Listen, I am tired of pouring into motherfuckers and getting nothing in return. I'm tired of having this same narrative about everybody I've talked to off that app. Because I guarantee you, they're going to, a lot of people are going to listen to this and not believe a damn word I said. I'm delusional. I, I'm the delusional one. And you know, it's easy for motherfuckers to, to do that and to paint me as the bad guy or paint me as I, I misunderstood something. It, that's not, it wasn't a relation. It wasn't given any of those things. And I'm always the one who is given that plate without any benefit of the doubt and I'm I'm sorry I've said this before in past episodes a lot of y'all are fat phobic y'all do not like big bitches because if I was skinny none nobody would question me y'all wouldn't be questioning me but because I'm a big bitch it's impossible for me to go through these relationship trials and errors um friendship trials and errors because I should be smaller or I, I'm not the size that society thinks I should be so for those of you who don't believe me I don't give a fuck but I have a serious problem with you with people doing that like I don't understand like did you have you didn't have to mention any of that on our call and what made you think I would be okay with that what made you think in your rabbit ass mind that I would be okay 
hearing about the fact that you have moved on and that you are now sober and to, and giving somebody else the fucking credit for it. I, yeah, I can't take it. So I sent them a text message saying basically what I just told y'all. I blocked him. I took him off my Paramount Plus, bitch. I told him to leave me off of all the shit that you put on my TV. I blocked him. I blocked him on everything. At first, I didn't block. This time, I blocked. I am so, so disappointed in him. So did anything, did, did anything that we talked, did, did, did anything we talk about mean anything to you? Like, I don't know how to navigate this shit. I mean, I'm so fucking tired of of building you up to be better for the next bitch. Why am I always building you up to be better for the next bitch? Why? Why? Why am I never good enough to get the good nigga that has already been built up by them damn selves? And if you're listening, because you probably will, I hate you. I hate you. I'm disgusted I ever breathed in the same air that you did. I hate you because it didn't have to go this way. If you just weren't feeling me, you could have left. If you were still like feeling me and all these other things and you saw my room, you. Mm -mm. Nope, I'm not going to go there. Because a bit <laughs> when I tell you I'm so mad, like I'm so mad because. I don't know how to not pour into people. I don't know how to turn that off. That's just me. But I don't want to continue pouring into others, not getting shit in return or seeing that now you are a better person for somebody else. Hello? I don't want to see that. Ugh. Child. Listen, I'm done with this episode. <laughs> There's nothing else left for me to say. I just had to get that out. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be doing any more podcasts for the rest of the year. I'm taking break. I'm going to take me a little social social media break, you know, after this um airs because I need to I need to talk to y'all. I need, I need to figure some things out. Because I wasn't, you know, when I set my boundaries and that person walked away, I felt good. But this feeling of knowing that they walked away and is walking with someone and seems happy is, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird as fuck. But hey, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Happy holidays to you all. Um, You know, be with the people you care about. Be with the people who, who pour into you. Be with the people who who you love and whose numbers you have that you could check on them daily or weekly or whatever you guys agree to. Just just do all that because life is too short. I, I you know I'm disappointed in that individual. I expected more from them, but at this point I don't ex I don't know what to expect or why I am expecting anything from anyone. Um, it's, it's just you know sad. But thank you. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Until next time, have a great, great, great start of the new year. Hopefully, I'm not getting played in January either. Thank you.
to follow me on social media you can go to instagram i'm very active on instagram um it's cordero underscore santiago follow me on instagram to just stay in touch with everything i'll talk about i'll update you on um the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics, any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O, D-A-R-E, S you darrow dares you at gmail.com send me an email 